Welcome to Gadget Crack. I'm Sonny. I'm Rish. We're brothers. And Gadget Crack is a podcast about technology. It's about things we like to talk about. It's about gadgets, services. Pretty much anything. Why Gadget Crack? Why do we call it that? Oh, that's easy. So I went to look for a domain name that wasn't taken, and I had a very difficult time finding it. And so I started plugging in tons of names, and ultimately we whittled it down to about 10 names. And then uh, Sunny said, you know, I need my fix, I need my gadget fix. So gadget crack. Anyways, welcome to episode one. Today we're gonna talk about password managers and try to fill you guys in as to what they are, why we think you need one, uh, what the costs are, and uh, sort of give you a bit of a critical perspective. So enjoy. So today we're gonna talk about password managers. Uh, what's a password manager, Rish? Why don't you fill in the folks listening out there? It's a little piece of software. It sits on your device or computer, desktop, whatever. And it allows you to save all your passwords in an encrypted fashion. And when you get uh, to a website on your browser or in your browser uh, that requires you to enter your username and password, um, it allows you to pull that up with a single master password. Generally, that's how it works. Um, and it will fill in the form for you and you'll never actually have to look at the individual individual passwords. So, so the idea is, I guess, you don't have to remember one password per website. So a lot of people today, I'm guessing out there, have one, two, maybe three passwords. They know them, they use them for different sites and they think that, well, no one's ever gonna figure it out. But we know that that's not true. Yeah, that's the big myth and that's the one that every, like, every security report has been trying to tell us over the last five years to create a different password for every website because as soon as one website is cracked, they have your password and your username, which is generally the same across many websites. And, and, and they're not going to sit there and, and type the other sites in. They're going to do that. They're all going to do it automatically. So yeah. everything is going to get pounded right away with the passwords that they've dug up. So we get this password manager. It's a, like you said, a piece of software. Um, and it's got all your passwords in it. Uh, and you'll have different passwords for different sites. They self-generate, so you don't even have to make up a password. The password manager will make up some very, very long, uh, meaningless uh, series of characters, put it in as a password, and, uh, and then it, that'll be unique to one website. But what about the password manager itself? I mean, sounds like all your passwords are stored in one place. I mean, aren't those susceptible to being cracked, hacked, and broken into? Yeah, so we were all scared about that originally. And I, I remember when we originally had the option between an online password manager, something that synced across devices, and something that was sitting on the, my desktop and would never leave it, I always chose the desktop version because I never believed in the, the concept of online security. Um, and so in then, other words, someone would have to break into your house and steal your computer and then break into your password manager and exactly. then they would have stuff as opposed to... Adds an extra hurdle. Right, as opposed to syncing it with a cloud-based server somewhere who has all your passwords. Um, so should we still be doing that or are we okay with the cloud-based version? Well, so they've evolved, I'm sure. I mean, based on what I've read and I hope it's all true. Uh, so it's all one-way hashes um, in that you once you secure your passwords one way, there's only a single key that can unlock them. Um, so basically, if you lose your password, your master password, you're not getting those passwords back. That's, that's a little bit of a problem. So, of course, 
it's not too hard to remember a single master password, but for some reason, if you've chosen something that's so convoluted that even you can't remember it after a while, uh, then you're going to have to start from scratch, which is kind of nice to know in case that does happen that no one else can get it so easily. Right. And then when you start from scratch, you go to the site, they send you an email, they have some verification stuff that you've put in and you'll get, you'll rebuild your passwords. We've all forgotten our passwords on a, okay. one website or another at some time. But here now you only have to remember one. Okay. So we've got this password manager. We've got it sitting somewhere in the cloud. We think we're okay with that. Um, I use one, you use one. We're both, yep. uh, you and I are both confident uh, as to the security of, of those folks. Um, and you know, now you've got a whole bunch of different devices. Like I log in from my iPad, my iPhone, uh, sometimes uh, my kid's iPhone, sometimes I'm at work, I'm on a home computer. Um, use it in all those places? Absolutely. So originally, again, when it was only on my desktop, I could only use it on one desktop. And you would have to buy a different license or a pack of licenses or a site license to put it on multiple uh, computers at the same spot. Um, and sometimes they were priced differently. So you would have $30 for a desktop license and for your phone, it would be like an extra 15 or something like that. Um, but now they've started to come up with these universal licenses, which you can use across all your devices. And as we were talking before, who has just one device anymore, right? Everybody's yeah. got a phone, everybody's got a tablet or a computer somewhere. Some, some folks out there have two types of computers. They have Macs and they've yeah. got uh, PCs, right? Or they maybe a PC at work, typically a Mac at home. Um, and, and of course you want to have your passwords accessible at all times to you, not to anyone else. Um, sometimes you're just, uh, you know, you're surfing on your phone and you're like, I want to go and check something out on a site. and. It asks you for this password, which you now have a very strong password, uh, but you still need to log into your manager. The good news is on some of the uh, uh, iPhones, for example, um, on certainly the 6 Series and later, or the 5S, I think, and later, uh, you can use your thumbprint uh, to activate some of the password managers, so you don't actually have to even type in on the little screen. Put your thumb down, password manager opens up, and now your websites are accessible to you and each of those websites has a strong uh, password. So that's great. So you're using a MacBook right now. Yep. It's like a MacBook Air. Um, do you have biometric sensors on that? Uh, I don't. It's a, it's a pro. It's probably about two years ago, uh, bought two years ago, and uh, no biometric sensors. So I'm typing the password on this thing. Uh, so, but you know, it takes nothing to yeah. do, and it lasts the entire session that I'm on the machine. Once I log out of my browser, though, or I uh, close the cover of the computer or otherwise log out, it locks it all up. You may be able to change that, too. I mean, sometimes you can have it set to automatically log you out after 15 minutes if you really want. If you leave your session open the whole time, doesn't yeah. mean you have to close your browser. You can just have it automatically log out. And yeah, definitely. I mean, that's a good point, right? These, these guys that are programming these password uh, protection services or setting up these services and programming the, the software, they've thought of everything. They... Uh, that's their business. They do this. These are serious businesses. They know they are themselves hacking targets. Uh, they take their security very seriously and they do. Uh, they know more about it than we do, let's face it, and then, then our users do as well. And um, that's why we put our trust uh, in them. And it's ultimately about integrating security with convenience. Because if we didn't have a password manager, we would not create a different password for every website for which we register. It's just not going to happen. No one can remember them all. No one's going to write them down and carry a notebook, except our father, um, who actually does that. 
Um, we may have him on a later show just to sort of prove the point. Um, so sounds like a good thing. Sounds like you and I are both on the same page on this one. Not Absolutely. always, not always, but on this one, I think we're both uh, big fans of password managers. We think they're essential. We don't think enough people out there are using them. You mentioned cost. Um, so uh, one reason people don't like to use things sometimes is they don't want to pay for them. So let's talk about how much these things cost. Are there some free alternatives? How does it work? Okay, so I mean, I use one of the older ones out there. I use uh, a piece of software called RoboForm. Um, they started, I mean, I can't remember. It's got to be at least over 10, 15 years ago. I used to use RoboForm yeah. a long time ago. Way back when. And so uh, they, you know, they charged a, a bunch. It used to be 30 40 maybe even $45 for a license. Uh, it was a desktop license based on you know a certain operating system and then when you had to upgrade your OS there's a good chance that you needed to upgrade the password manager and get a whole new version and then you'd have to pay a whole new license yeah it wasn't an annual thing though no it, it wasn't was just, annual. you paid once yeah. you had it for that uh, operating system but of course windows. Uh, whether windows would yeah. get upgraded every few years so you'd have to possibly buy a new one exactly right. um, but so I've actually stuck with that. Uh, I know a lot of people have switched away. They went to you know these freemium models, uh, something where they'll, they'll go get open source or uh, you know they'll, they'll get some free version online. Um, I I've kind of said you know what that's kind of where I want to put my money. <clears throat> I want to put my money in security, and uh, I like I, I'm of the belief that if I'm putting money into it, someone's you know that money's going towards securing the next generation of software people are out there are getting paid and have some incentive to make this a better piece of software right when you say you're putting your money into it you're not buying a car here i mean we're talking about a pretty modest sum I mean, that's true it's yeah. gone down over time yeah. so uh like we were looking we were just talking about this not too long ago and i'm pretty sure i have the numbers right here actually so it's a uh, the the everywhere license which is one license that you can use on all your devices unlimited in a number of devices it's about 20 US per year and uh, the more years you subscribe to at any one time the more economical it becomes right so you get a package of you're, yeah. you're buying like five, five years, years worth yeah. they drop the price right exactly and so it's about 20 bucks a year US uh, for for that one um, I'm, I'm a big fan of LastPass I've been using LastPass for years both of these are super highly rated um, password uh, services um, and uh, LastPass has a free version uh, um, or you can pay for the uh, uh, premium version. The premium version is, uh, I think, $12 US a year, so it's a dollar a month. Not much different than RoboForm, $20 a year. Uh, these are relatively minor costs, uh, considering they are providing you with hefty security um, and, and helping to um, flummox and, and stymie people that would otherwise try to hack into your accounts. Um, but there is a free version, as I said, of LastPass. The only thing that you don't get, as I recall, I'm sure there are some other features I'm going to forget, but the big one for me was mobile. Uh, so you don't get mobile on the basic free version of LastPass. It's really desktop-based. If you want to have um, access to your passwords on your iPad, your Android, your iPhone, you've got to pay the $12 a year. Well worth it, in my opinion, um, both products. And there are a whole lot of other products out there. Dashlane's another one that seems to be quite popular. Um, so we've talked about these sort of third-party products. Let's maybe end on um, the ones that are in everyone's face and are free. Uh, whether you use Firefox, uh, you use Chrome as your browser, uh, I believe Internet Explorer, I think it's called Edge now, has 
probably has the same thing. Right. These are sort of uh, passwords Safari does on the Apple. They have their own password storage on the browser, and that is an option that's available uh, to users out there. I've not chosen to use that. Um, I turn that off. I don't uh, uh, store my passwords in the browser. What about you? You don't use Keychain? You have uh, so many Apple devices. Yeah, I use Keychain, but I keep what's in there to a minimum. So Right, it's yeah. kind of the stuff that you don't mind. Like something right. that could get broken into, yeah. um, but you don't mind that it right. automatically fills, populates the browser when right. you log into the website. And, and to be honest, uh, you know, with, with the serious sort of, uh, with the financial institutions that I use, uh, I don't even put that in LastPass. I probably yeah. should, but I don't. Me neither. I don't. Me neither. Um, those are the ones, if I'm going to remember three or four passwords, one's LastPass. And the other two or three are your financial. Bank, your broker. Credit card. Credit card. Yeah. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, sometimes it gets to the point where there have been so many of those that I haven't put into my password manager just for some personal reason. I yeah. just don't feel, I just can't bring myself to do it. Um, that when it comes time to make a purchase and you get sent to that MasterCard yeah. verification screen or Visa verification screen, and you're just like, oh no. Which one was it? What year yeah. did I sign up for this credit card? And what was possibly the password I entered? And then you the lose time? the Amazon Lightning deal that you've been trying to buy because <laughs> <laughs> time runs out on you. Yeah, no, that, that definitely happens. Um, you know, I said it was the final thing a second ago, but there is one other thing that you brought up, which I think is rather important. You talked about filling in the password. Um, you know, no one wants to add work. Uh, and to be honest, these password managers make it as easy as possible. So you're signing up for a website. It asks you for what username do you want to choose. Often it's your email address. Uh, and then it asks you to make up a password. And at that point, what do you do with one of these password managers? How does that work? So you go to a, a password generator and there you can choose what kind of elements should go into the passwords. You have characters such as A, B, C, D. You have numbers, one, two, three, four. And then you have special characters like hyphen, number sign, ampersand. Um, and you can choose which one of these you want and, and then length of the password. So, you know, in the old days, we'd have passwords that were five characters long, but now I... Big mistake. You, yeah, you, you can't find a form that'll let you enter a password under six digits or eight characters. We generally recommend something like, you know, 12 to 16 characters. That's For the, now, that's right? The, yeah. 10 years from now, it might be way more than that. Yeah, then, then you yeah. start updating your passwords. Right. Um, but, but all of that sounds complicated, but in, in the way it actually works, you go to the website, you sign up, it asks you for a password, you, you click basically yeah. on your toolbar, you click yeah. something that's... Generate uh, password, and it will automatically it, fill it in. It fills in a, a new password. Of course, it's way too long for you to remember, but you don't need to because the password manager then stores it for you. It'll give you the option to store. So right. you'll, you'll be able to create a name for this you, you, you know whatever website you're on if you're if you're on an Amazon website it'll pop up a name and it'll say would you like to call it Amazon you can call it something else if you'd like or you can specify Amazon sunny um, but uh, at that point it'll it'll save the username it'll save your password and it'll save the URL of the website so that the so next it's like time bookmark. Basically, it's, kind it's of. A, a bookmark that allows you to log in as you. And, and the next time you show up on the website, if it recognizes the URL, it'll give you the option to fill in the password right, right. away with one click. Um, and there may even be some password managers that do it automatically, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, generally, I have to, in RoboForm, I, I just click one button and say fill in, or you even have the button where it says fill in and submit. So you don't even have to you know, scroll all the way down to the submit button at the bottom of the form. So look, on today's show, we've gone through um, password managers, uh, 
uh, as you can see, um, you know, we, while we've only touched uh, the surface here, um, you can have a much more profound discussion about these things. Uh, but this one's already gotten a bit complicated for some of the simple users out there who are just wondering, uh, I hear about password managers, should I be using one? I think the answer there is an unqualified absolutely yes. Um, should you be spending your hard-earned money on an annual subscription or it, however else they're charging, whether it's a one-time fee on these password managers, again, uh, both of us uh, agree that it's an unqualified yes. Uh, with the amount of hacking, uh, with your valuable uh, sort of money, your account stuff sto uh, stored out in the cloud increasingly, uh, you don't want to take any chances and, and really $12 a year is not too much to pay for security. So. That's it for today's show. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, we, of course, have a website, uh, which you can find at... Gadgetcrack.com. Gadgetcrack, one word, dot com. Uh, check us out, and uh, we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Over and out.